0: Hey what's up y'all it's Whitley and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session Happy Tuesday, I hope that you're doing great whenever you listen to this session uh, But today was a pretty good day, I probably had my ideal work day played out today um, Because I had like a half day at my full-time job because I wanted to go teach Um, this master class that I'll be teaching for like today and then again I'll have the same schedule on Thursday and it just reminded me what I'm working towards it just really did and you know I'll be I'll be doing the math I add up the numbers and the reason I'm so adamant about the possibilities of my schedule and like working for myself and building My Academy is because I do the numbers of what you know people organizations are willing to pay me for an hour of my time or max two hours of my time like the check I'm gonna get from doing an hour for two days so that's a total of two hours and what they're willing to pay me I just do the math If that was, if that's all I worked every single day, was two hours, and got paid, what I'm gonna get paid for this job? Like I'll be getting paid two times more in my full time job that I'm giving eight hours of my time, and I would go on this whole capitalism speech. (laughs) But I'm not no conspiracy theorist and I'm not against capitalism. But, you know, I'm I start the video off by saying that because it's just like. I see it, I see it in um, the more that I see it, taste it, touch it, feel it, the more I'm like, I have to make this a consistent reality. And of course, because of my full time job, these type of um, opportunities You know, they're not far and few in between, but they have to be cultivated to where I know that they're consistent enough to to actually, you know, replace what I do full time. But um, that's what I spend my time working on. That's what I spend my free time doing um, is building relationships. And I talked about this in one of my videos um, because I went to school in New York, I'm from Dallas, but I went to school in New York and I talked about my decision to move back home and I said I've always been a person who follows like purpose, who follows that inner knowing and one of the main reasons I moved back home is that I started questioning because I was working at a nonprofit dance organization, that was my second internship doing that um, and I remember realizing that it's the patrons, it's the people, it's the community that really pours into that organization to make it thrive and survive. Like, yes, they get organization grant money, but it was a lot of just well-off families supporting that organization and really telling other people and keeping it afloat. And that's how it was that the o- other organization I interned too as well when I first graduated undergrad and I learned so much. And so when I left New York, I had already had a job lined up. I had got hired at New York City Ballet. I could easily go get a teaching job because I had just finished my certification process. And when God put it on my heart, I started asking the question, okay, I can spend the next three to five years, because that's how long I was given New York, three to five years. And of course, I would have stayed longer, but I was just kind of, you know, saying, well, let's give this three to five years before you move back home. Let's just kind of be here. Like I was taking classes from my my base dance form is West African. And so I'm taking classes from people that come straight out the country like I'm living my life, you know, and I remember just asking myself when it started even being put on my mind, move back home, because I know it didn't come from me. <laughs> I started asking myself, well, Whitley, you can spend, you know, that you want Dallas to be like your home base where you want to build your academy um, just because it has room for it, you know, Um and. I asked myself, do you want to spend the next five years, three to five years building your resume or do you want to spend the next three to five years building relationship? And the reason I asked that is because I saw at the organization I was working at is that a lot of. Again, the the givers there, the donors, but also people who patron the organization and made it thriving are people who were there through relationship. Like some of them can't even say they're super dance fans, but they continue to show up because they had relationships with the people who were the executive directors and the people who I was working under. Like they all, you know, had been on that island for years or had known them from other other iterations within their life and now they're at this point and it was the relationship I remember they made us charged us with the task to learn all the patrons names especially the ones who were donors and then the ones that we just saw weekly who didn't even really donate to the organization but they came to every show we had to learn their names I think They tasked us to learn their names within like the first two weeks (laughs) and they always put me as Greer because they were like, you're kind, you're always smiling, like people like to talk to you. So I was always at the front. So I definitely had to learn their names and it just made me realize organizations like this, which is similar to the build in which I'm building my organization, it runs in the same way, like it's very much so people heavy It's very much so relationship oriented and just the nature of my industry period dance even if you go to the commercial dance professional dance side a lot of those dancers get jobs I'm not saying they're not talented because yes they are but a lot of them continue to work with the same directors and choreographers and all of that came from relationship because that choreographer can trust this dancer gonna show up. This dancer was giving me their time when I couldn't pay them nothing. They just believed in my vision, or they came and been a part of my projects. And I can even speak for my own personal experience a lot. Pretty much 98% of the opportunities I've gotten and continue to get come from relationship, come from somebody knowing somebody, from me being in the room me going somewhere you know being there and creating relationship or somebody else to and somebody else about me and relationships are valuable I think I mean we all notice a resume can get us so far sometimes the resume can get us some eyes it can get us looks Uh, but I've come to notice for a long time that it's not just a resume And so I started to ask myself that question before I came home. And what I meant by building my resume is because, again, it's New York in New York for any arena of entertainment, but especially dance. Of course, I can build my resume here. I am about to work with New York City Ballet. I'm about to be teaching. I'm about to continue to take classes. If I was going to dance with any company, they have about three very well known African dance companies. I was already looking into all of that. (laughs) So that's what I meant by, you know, I knew I had the opportunity to build my resume. But with the type of organization I said I wanted to build, I had to ask myself, what would people think is more important? Like, yes, they'll be amazed that I danced with this person, danced with that person, but some won't because they won't even know who that person is. (laughs) You know they'll they get amazed by saying I've been to New York, but beyond that, you know, a generation, two generations, it's people who growing up. Me and my homegirl was talking about this. I said it's people who growing up, not thinking Beyonce is all that my generation thinks that she is because we grew up on her. We grew up on her seeing her still at Six Flags. We grew up with her, seeing her. Still, you know, with the early iteration of Destiny's Child and on, what is that smart guy like? We we've seen all phases, and so we know her excellence. But it's people who don't even know she was in a group, <laughs> you know, so they can't attest to the level of impact somebody in my generation can speak of her, unless you're just a Beyonce hater, you know, we get it, but. I I say the same thing when I thought of when I compared it to I can spend my time building my resume. There are people in the dance industry now who, you know, will say that they dance with Fosse and, you know, if you don't know who that is, that's fine. You know, he was important in the jazz community, but will name things they did on their resume and it's like, Okay, well what are you doing today? I know that I think that and I'm in the dance world. where I'm like, okay, like, and, (laughs) you know, so sometimes, you know, I had to come to the conclusion, like, okay, it's not going to be about my resume. It's going to be about who am I affecting. It's going to be about what relationships I'm building. I would rather somebody, you know, it's hard to kind of think about, like, dang, I'll be older, but I'd rather, you know, somebody's grandkids be like you know whitley and miss green was around and she was building this when such and such was still in school like i rather there be a lineage of relationship than someone just blurt out my resume and that's the only connection that they have because that doesn't sustain itself like within a generation or within that same generation, whatever's on my resume from the past could become irrelevant. And. I just had to really think about that and, and really allow that to be my choice, like, uh, then I'd rather move home. I'd rather move home and build relationship. And that's what I find myself doing. And so I try to be grateful every day. I'm reminded of the opportunity of relationship and I'm not sure how I got on this subject I don't think I had (laughs) a subject to talk about when I came on but I talked about it being my ideal day today, and part of me taking a half day and then taking this opportunity for the next two days was again like strengthening my relationship and I just remember leaving that master class today feeling so good not only because of the relationship because because I'm like, dang, like, there's another class within two weeks, you know, I'm growing in my confidence of teaching. Like, I've taught this before, but now I'm teaching something new and I'm allowing myself to get stronger in these new details and this new way of presenting information and exploring and not knowing and, you know, not all the way getting it right. And the more I allow myself to do that, the more ideas I get, like, oh. Like that'll be good for this or when I'm writing at this or that will be good as a sustainable model as I'm building myself and I'm building with the ideal to with the idea to one day scale this. So I'm not the only one teaching, but how can somebody who don't have the same dance background come in and be just as successful and so it, it's the more that I do, and the more I let myself be uncomfortable and not know all the answers, the more that ideas are coming to me. And sometimes they're fleeting, like they come in a moment, and I know that okay, this is something that I can work on. But right now, I just feel like I'm being led to just continue to do the work and not worry so so much about. All the extra things, like I gotta write this down, I gotta do this, I gotta do that because I've done that before, <laughs> and then I'm just like I'm doing too many things at once, or I feel like I don't have time to really build this out, and so right now, I just feel like God is telling me just just focus on one step at a time, doing the work that's in front of you one step at a time, and i'm I'm just grateful for that, I'm grateful for the opportunities. I'm grateful for my patience inside of my impatience. <laughs> I'm grateful uh, just for my existence and my just my uh, ability to see beyond the right now and to recognize purpose and to recognize a purposeful pursuit. And to be able to endure the pathway with a level of joy instead of, you know, being impatient or just kind of jumping around to the next thing because it may pay me more. It may do this or it may do that. But just allowing myself to be in each season fully, which is not easy at all. It's not easy, especially when I know my potential Like I said, I started this off talking about how much I'm going to get paid from this opportunity. And I don't say that to like brag, but I say that because I feel like all of us have that potential inside of us. Whether you want to be an entrepreneur or not, it's not so much for that because everybody, it's not for everybody. But I think everybody has the potential to do and be greater Whatever that is, like there's something on you, in you that people will find, people will find super valuable beyond what any job can pay you. Even if it was like a part-time thing or something you just did on the weekends or in the evenings, like there is something that you have to offer that's of way greater value than... You probably even recognize and I feel like every time I step into a new situation and not just the money reflects that to me that's part of it I ain't gonna lie that's part of it but part of it is too is like seeing the amazement or seeing like okay there's a benefit to sometimes being the only one in the room or there's a benefit to me speaking up and Knowing where I'm coming from and knowing that I have a different perspective, a different voice, there's a benefit in the path that I've taken and the path that I continue to take. And I just have to believe that. And to me, I just feel like God keeps revealing that to me with every opportunity and I'm just grateful that I see it and I recognize it. And I continue to acknowledge those moments like Whitley, there's value in what you're doing, there's value in what you just said, there's value in what you bring, and don't sleep on that, and don't take it for granted um and so I'm just reminded of that every single day, and i I offer you the same thing, like there's value in who you are, there's value in who you're becoming. There's value in what you have to offer in your unique way, but you just got to lean into it. Whatever you're being led to do, whatever you're being led to say, uh, whoever you're being led to be in connection with from a pure place, you know, don't question that. Whatever you're being led to do, not from your thinking mind or overthinking mind or thinking how much oh, just you know, not not from that mind, but just that. It's a space of peace. It's a space of anxiety because like I tell you all the time, I know where I want to be. So sometimes that can make me impatient, but there's just this feeling of peace, even in my journey, that just supersedes. And in it's in, in crazy because I used to move with so much anxiety, even when I was achieving things. And I just feel like... For the past year, I have not been doing that. Like, I'm just taking it one step at a time. I'm not in a rush because I know that the opportunities that I want and what I want my life to look like, I'm for sure. Like, I don't even doubt that it's it's manifesting and it's unfolding and it's coming my way. Like, I don't doubt at all. I don't doubt at all. And so it allows me to be patient and just do the work that's in front of me and do it well and do it with integrity, and be grateful that I'm not being exposed too soon, whatever too soon is, because when that moment comes, it's gonna be like oh it's gonna it's gonna I, I feel like it's gonna feel like the next right thing. I feel like I'm gonna feel worthy of that attention I'm gonna feel worthy of that." Uh, those numbers, I'm gonna feel worthy of that payment. I'm gonna feel worthy a hundred percent to be in that room, and oftentimes I feel like if it hasn't come yet, the there is parts of me that still needs to establish that worthiness that still needs to fine tune that work ethic or that system you know that i that I could be rushing and so I'm not in no rush. I just focus on the work. Because I know when it comes, I'll be ready. And I can even say that with the opportunity today, like, dang, everything I've done up to this point led up to this because I'm being dope right now. And just having that moment, but I don't know how I would have had the same confidence that I had gotten the opportunities that I'm getting now a year ago or even a year and a half ago. And so... When I look at it like that, it makes me think about the opportunities and the things that I'm still calling into my life. And I'm just like, Okay, we'll really focus on the work because when they do show up, you're gonna you know, it's it's gonna be like, Oh, that's duh, that's a necessary right step and I and I'm just in a place where I I want those pleasant surprises. Now no surprises that it's gonna throw me off, but some real good, <laughs> perfect surprises. But I love y'all so much. That's all I got for y'all tonight. If this talk was for you, it was for you. I'm not sure what I would call this um, this session, but you know, again, I just send you love and encouragement and a reminder that you have something of so great value to offer and so just focus on the work focus on being of service focus on developing yourself developing your skills developing your mind uh weeding out the the negativity from your timeline from your environment from your friend and social group just focus on becoming a woman that has the life and the things and the relationships that you imagine and see yourself with if you're not already there yet and then focus on developing those qualities to to really walk in that and to become that and you're gonna really see it and it's gonna surprise you like you're just gonna wake up and you're doing the thing that you always imagine like you won't have to strive or stress or chase it, it'll just come to you. So I love y'all so much, and I'll see you on the next one.